Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Respect. Respect. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. That's quite a finals game to come off of last night and to wake up to this morning. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What a, I mean, what happened was, what happened was Miami got hot, and there's no sweep. And uh, it was an incredible game. I mean, that looked like second quarter when um, – Jamal Murray hit the three and then off the steal, got to the rim, and they made it double digits. It's like, oh, boy, here it comes. Yeah, I just got E-Crow. I got E-Crow, and I'm going to own it like a man, Max. <laughs> Damn it, I'm going to own it like a man. I said sweep, and sweep's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> er, stop the car, put it in reverse key. Beep, beep, beep. That is me today, ladies and gentlemen, well, and I'm okay you, with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should be okay with it. I mean, these dudes shot 50% from the three-point line and 50% from the field pretty much. Damn. It's not like they haven't done that consistently throughout I, these playoffs. They have. You just didn't see it. I understand, JC. That's why I said they're going to play four, four games. At least four <laughs> games. <laughs> so you didn't get caught with that trap of the word uh, sweep. Nope. Yeah, you're smart. Yeah, I would have played it differently you're than you're playing it right now. Well, because I, I don't think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep either. That's why I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to lean into that one. Yeah, but then you cross that bridge when you get to it. But right now, <laughs> I would just say, I said gentleman sweep. I am a gentleman, obviously, and so I mean gentleman sweep. Yeah, but I then that sweep. bridge is going to be crossed on Wednesday, and I don't feel confident with the way these dudes are defending. I mean, I, if I'm Michael Malone, I'm so angry about it. I mean, I, I can't. First off, I can't watch Michael Porter Jr. on the court. It, it's erratic shooting and the defensive miscues kills me and look we'll we'll get into the question but the way you do it is you play Jokic in single coverage right you saw Kevin Love start which we talked about by the way that was in my breakdowns right like what we look into Kevin Love start single coverage and when he sees single coverage he doesn't see double teams coming he he sees players stunting at him he's gonna go into beast mode which you thought was the right move Uh, but by the way when KCP and Michael Porter Jr. can't knock down shots and you're exchanging threes for twos that plays into how Miami wants to play. Your best Genius. shot is for Jokic to, you know, if Jok- I know Spolster could say whatever, but if Jokic is, is, has fewer than five assists, doesn't matter how many points he scores, you have a shot. You know, like if Jokic is there with 12 assists, that's when you're dead. Yeah, but when people say like, up. oh, you want to let him sc-? Nobody's trying to let Jokic drop 40. Like yeah, you're but, making but, life on him as you, difficult as possible. Sure. You're just not leaving shooters to double team him. You're keeping him in single coverage. You're yeah, forcing you every shot to, to be difficult. You don't want him to score 40, Jay, but if he scored 40 and you lose, I mean, and you win, it doesn't matter. It's, it's the same thing in, in football. If that guy catches 10 balls and hey. we win the game, it doesn't matter. I'm taking away some other important attributes to the game. And yeah, part of that is his assist. Yeah, the right? four assists, kid. You're right. Yeah, yep. if, you, if, you, if you add, let's say he had 15 assists plus the 41. Then that means the other guys is eating. Well, you'd That's rather have him. You. You'd rather have him. You know, fewer than twenty-five points, 
more than 12 assists, right? That kind of game for Jokic is better than more than 35 points, fewer than five assists. You'd, ra- you'd rather have him as the team-destroying, do-everything guy than just a scorer. And, and by the way, all that said, they still the, – you know, the Nuggets right almost there. Came, They were right there. Oh, by the way, right go, go back to the way the game started, though. What, what did we talk about the Lakers doing – you're moving AD off Jokic. You had Rui. You had LeBron. You threw different bodies at him, and you had AD be more of the free safety, right? You saw that with Kevin Love starting. Kevin Love took on that initial, right? and, and that allowed Jimmy Butler to then guard Jamal Murray. Like I said this in a breakdown. I said, you know, Jamal Murray is the key to their offense. Like When he is next level, they are a complete team. But with Jimmy Butler, and I give him so much credit, he, not, he was chasing Jamal Murray around every screen. He made life difficult. And then in the fourth, he came through, made a clutch three in the corner. Yeah, they were in drop coverage three. key. Yeah, he, he made big buckets, man. And Duncan Robinson, yo, respect Duncan. I mean, they had Duncan Robinson out there looking like he scored 10 points by himself. 10 points by himself in the third. I mean, that, that allowed them to go on this run. Yeah, off the dribble, by the way, hitting threes. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I guess, Key, like, today I'm just going to lay out a little bit of my frustration because, like, when you pay attention to Denver throughout the course of the year, Michael Malone has been talking about this team slacking defensively. And, like, so many possessions, they slacked, right? Like, I'll give you the first – I wrote down the first three possessions of the game, okay? It was an out-of-bounds possession, right, when Max Drews made his first three. Mm-hmm. KCP literally, there's a down screen. KCP was caught standing up. Max Struess ran off the screen like straight sprint. By the time KCP recognized he sprinted off the screen, it was a three. Boom. Next possession. It was KCP. I was Gabe Vincent and Max Struess in a pick and roll. It was Michael Porter Jr. and KCP guarding the action. They blitz Gabe Vincent. You're like, why? Max Struess sprinted to the, towards the corner. Boom. Knocked down a three. It's miscues and miscommunication and not making the right reads and standing. Look, Michael Porter Jr. right here at ESPN2, his hands are open. He's like, nah, dude, like, why are you blitzing? Switch. Like, it's all these little things that Michael Malone has been talking about. He's also not the the most um, eager passer I've ever seen, Michael Porter Jr. Jimmy Butler was talking about the Heat's mentality. They have now tied this final series at one game apiece. I just think nobody cares on our team. We're not, we're not worried about what anybody thinks. Um, we're so focused in on what we do well and who we are as a group that at the end of the day, that's what we fall back on. Um, make or miss shots, we're going to be who we are because we're not worried about anybody else. That's how it's been all year long, and um, that's not going to change. So that's what I think it is. I think it's the I don't give a damn factor. I want to get back to what you said about bringing Kevin Love, and it's the same thing that – the Lakers tried. And by the way, it's not that the Lakers didn't have success. They made every single game close. They just lost every single game. That you bring a body on to put on Joker, right? You, put, you bring a body, you, you do different things to, to – or Aaron Gordon in this case, right? To stite, and that leaves your – what you would call your free safety or your center fielder, your, your guy to guard the other super important piece. In this case, it's Jamal Murray. You have to put – you, you have to do things to slow him down. They were blitzing him. They were making life difficult for him because not only does that turn Jokic into more of a scorer, but the, the issue with this team, and you talked about it last week too, like the Warriors, they have two 
point guards, really. They, it, like the Warriors had Steph and Dre. In this case, Dre can also shoot, and he's seven feet tall. But it's not like Jamal Murray is not an excellent point guard. So when you make life difficult for him and you turn Jokic into a scorer, suddenly they have no point guards. And, and that's, to me, that's like the key to the whole thing right now. The question is, how does Michael Malone adjust? And then you go to, I mean, you saw Eric supposed to change to his own at the end of the game. I, I, key, I go back to this pivotal moment because I know we're talking about Jamal Murray, but I, I really have to give Duncan Robinson his flowers. And every Miami Heat fan will know about this today, right? Like at the beginning of the fourth quarter, like the exchanges, like Miami is down 75 to 83. And you feel like the game is about to potentially Denver can run away with it. Okay. So the miscues I talk about. They swing the ball to the top of the key. Duncan Robinson gives Jamal Murray a head fake. Jamal Murray flies by him. One dribble, splash, three. Okay? Next possession. He gets the ball back. Drives the ball on the baseline. Taps boards, right, on Jamal Murray. Gets an and one. Goes to the free throw line. Misses the free throw. Has the ball against KCP. Literally off the dribble. Makes another three. Right? And then he gets another layup. The next possession afterwards. A 10-point swing. It, in a matter of, like, 30 seconds, we're like, oh, my God, Duncan Robinson is doing things off the dribble. And I'm sitting there looking at Michael Porter Jr. Like, you can't do what Duncan Robinson is doing? I'm yelling at the screen. Well, Van Gundy pointed it out when he got when he, when he took him off the dribble. I, I'm so impressed with what he did off the dribble. And a player two later, there he is, not catching, shooting. Off the dribble. Off the dribble, creating a little space and then shooting. <laughs> yes, he's good. He's good, man. He's a good player. Ten-point swing, man. That fast. I'm still waiting for Porter Jr. to heat up at some point. Like, he's going to go all playoffs without, like, uh, he, he, I mean, he, he's 6'10". He can bomb from the outside. Well, he, might, he might heat up, but so far, no good. Well, what I happens mean, when you make, when you're playing Joker in single coverage, all of a sudden guys like KCP only get three shots. So when he gets that three at the end of the game, my man hasn't touched the ball the whole game. And so now he wants to shoot it even when there are three guys open. So the correct play is to pass, but he hadn't had enough touches where he can shoot it. So now he wants to shoot it and takes a bad shot. That's yeah. the same with Michael Porter Jr., right? He takes erratic shots. They're not within the flow of the offense. I was offense. talking about Porter Jr. Oh, you were yeah. talking about Porter yeah, Jr. Exactly, Porter that's Jr. my point. Yeah. Right, they're erratic because he doesn't get the touches. Yeah. So the Heat take game two, 111-108. Although, although as Jay. we – Key. Yeah. I feel for you, my man. Yeah, I feel for you too, Key. Yeah, feel for you too. How about Don't me? try I to took escape the heat it. Seven. I, not, and I'm sticking. I'm st- I've stuck no, to I'm, it. Sticking, sticking with it? Sticking or sticking with it. with it? I stuck with it after, after it one is. game, after, after one, one loss. Game. I had the guts to stick with my pick. <laughs> it, 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 also, it, feel, it also feels like Mike Malone or Michael Malone, just call me Michael, whatever, feels like he just stepped in a little bit too. I'm starting to feel like it as a, as a coach. Like he, you think so? It's, it's Why? Finally, it's gonna catch up to him. That's that's what I feel. I feel because yeah, he, he he be talking that talk too much, you know. Yeah, he, but he I feel mean, good. But everybody's talking a little. I, I just no, but like, he extra. He got a little extra. I agree. Yeah, it's a little extra though? with him. A little extra. On what? Tell me where. Us against the world. No one believes yeah, in us. Oh, I mean, because they do. Yeah, I know, I know. They do. But I know what Keith is. It's like he Butler. went to that well once or twice too many times. So does Jimmy yeah. Butler talking about they were in a the locker room smiling after the no, game because they know. But, same but, thing but just worked out. different, though, Jay. Why? Because it's Jimmy Butler. And they're it's underdogs. It's Denver got, got a powerhouse. Yeah. But he's yeah. trying to make Denver feel like they are underdogs. That's the whole strategy. No question. But I'm saying you could have a strategy and then you – 
laid it on a little too thick. You don't think he did that a little no, I, too what much? No, I, what I will tell you, over the weekend, I got concerned because when I saw Aaron Gordon talking about, yeah, when I'm 90 years old talking with my kids, I I'm going to tell these them, I up. strapped these dudes up. I'm like, man, it was one damn game. No, no, Aaron. he's been, but Gordon's had a very good play. I agree, but you, ever, you strapped up Jimmy Butler for one game. Like, talk to me that way when the series is over. They asked him, though, about a series of players that he has guarded in wins don't for his team. Up. Don't get set up. No, that's a good point. Heat fans are out for blood. From this yeah, man, smell it, Jay Will. Ah, now even though they tied up the series, Eric Spolstra sounded like his team had just lost. We're going to get into this, KJM. No, you, not me. You. Not me. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus. Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Okay, Miami. All right, Heat fans. It's okay. I'm here for it today. I'm standing up to you face-to-face like a man. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hear us on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can watch us on ESPN2. You can download the podcast. You can listen to us on the app. Oh, look. Now, I noticed, Max, um, on Friday when I asked a lot of Miami Heat fans to call into the show, yep. barely anybody called into the show. That's now right, now our phones are just... Now they won. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. That's how it works. Apparently. And you and Key both said... No, ain't no Key. Oh, now, now no, it's not I you. I said at least four games. <laughs> now you added at least. Actually, I think oh, Key I said, said they least. could maybe win in three. That's why it was... <laughs> Why <laughs> wasn't gonna be four? <laughs> at least, at least, man. I uh, have not budged off my heat and seven predictions since are the they in trouble, OJ? Max, like, like if they if they Max go back, o- Max over here looking like Mr. Trouble, Burns, OJ? man. I have not backed off my prediction. Excellent. Or, Excellent. Are the Nuggets in trouble, Jay? Can they? Can they? If they go down to Miami and they lose two and they go back home at three well, one, yeah, they're in trouble. If they go down to Miami trouble, and huh? lose two, damn key. Then it'll be three to one. I understand that, but I'm saying, could they go down to Miami and lose to is what I'm asking you. I mean, look, Miami keeps shooting like this. They keep having those miss. On the other hand, Miami's lost at home in these playoffs. You know, I'll say this though: like, Denver fans, if you're out there, you much rather have Christian Braun on the court than have Michael Porter Jr. That's the problem. Like Michael Porter Jr. was, I mean, minus fifteen. I thought he was their their, so, their secret weapon in these playoffs. Like, oh, wait till this guy gets hot. Guess not. It, it, it's out of – he led all in all minus. So, it's – you're having Christian Brown who gives you better defensive effort, doesn't have the same shooting ability. But all credit and love to East Bow and to the Miami Heat. We, they deserve it. I mean, they their game plan was perfect. But, like, a lot of teams can have great game plans, Max. You have to execute the game plan. 
So I'm giving Bam a ton of credit for meeting Jokic early, making it difficult. I'm giving Jimmy Butler a lot of credit. Kyle Lowry making shots. Gabe Benson out there, who's about to make a lot of money this offseason as a free agent. Max Struess, who was 0 of 10 for a donut in game one, who came out and lit their tail up in the first quarter and set a different tone. And, and now the question is for Miami Heat fans, how do you insert Tyler Hero into this lineup considering the way they play what you, you say, Keith? Do you even insert him? Do you let him chill or, you know, or do you try to find a role for him? I think you bring him back in doses, but damn, it's a different team the way it looks this I, game I w- two. I will remind everybody, every single – the Heat have lost game one of every series so far, right? They've no, the Heat have won game one Wait, of on. every series. Yeah, they won game the one. The Heat have won Boston, game one on the road in every series. New York in New on York. The road. They won on they, the road. They, hold on, let me, the, Max. They won on the road. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, they no, no, won I, game I one it. every right, series right, right. In, they on the, the road Knicks, game. Because they beat the Knicks 108, 101. Beat Milwaukee, beat New York, then beat Boston. I totally flipped it in my I mind. I got you. Right. Yeah. The point is, remember early on in the series, in every single series, what you felt when they won a game, right? Which is, oh, that's nice. That's cute. That's good. Oh, look at that. They won a game. But they're not going to, except for the Knicks because they have a better team, they're not actually going to beat the Bucs. They got to win. That's cute. Same thing with the Celtics. Oh, look at them. They're scrappy. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what's going to happen in this series. It may be the Nuggets are too good for the Heat, and the Heat can barely win by the skin of their teeth when everything goes right, and the Nuggets can beat them comfortably, right, you know, the very next game but, but on the say, road. It could happen, but we but don't know. But you can say know. the same thing about the Nuggets. They barely – and I'm not – Lakers been – they on vacation somewhere – but they barely were beating the Lakers. Yeah, every game. Every game. They barely were getting out of there. It wasn't like they were just but, rolling up the Lakers. But, guys, this is I, – I, I'm not saying they were rolling up the Lakers. But they also I mean their average margin of victory against Phoenix, even though it went six games, was 17-plus. Yeah. They look like the more plus. talented team than the so, Heat. Right. Like, it goes back to why I said before, I think we're seeing one of the most miraculous runs – and uh, once again, all praise and credit to Eric Spostra, Pat Riley, Mickey Arison, Jimmy Butler, and the Heat. But like, what we're witnessing is incredible. Incredible. It's incredible, the run they're on. It's nearly unprecedented in sports history. An eight seed, by the way, that shot a certain way in the regular season, turning in all-time great performances shooting in the playoffs. But when people say, well, it's not sustainable, well, then how come they keep doing it every single series? Here's Eric Spolstra, the Heat head coach. Our very own Ramona Shelburne asks the question about turning Jokic into a scorer. Listen to, listen to Spo's uh, answer and the question. This is probably oversimplifying things, but sometimes when, when teams play against Jokic, you, you turn him into a scorer, you turn him into a passer, and he controls the game. You, he only had four assists tonight. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. You know, it's just that's the untrained eye that, that says something like that. This guy's an incredible player. Yeah. Twice in two seasons, he's been the best player on this planet. You can't just say, oh, make him a score. <laughs> That's not how they play. They, they have so many different actions that just get you compromised. Uh, we have to focus on what we do. Um, you know, we try to do things the hard way, um, and he requires you to do many things the hard way. Uh, and we, he has our full respect, okay? He's not going to fall into any traps. But come on, coach. You were going right at Jamal Murray, right? Like they were trying to limit Jamal Murray in order to force Jokic to pick up the slack, which he did. Well, I mean, they're not only limiting Jamal Murray, they stayed at home on everybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you have Jokic and Jokic sees a guy like Gabe Vincent, 
what is he going to do? You're, you're trained, you attack. When you see single coverage, you're almost like, what the hell? I'm in single coverage. I'm going to drop 50 today. So, so when guys, You predicted this. You said yes. the way Spolstra did in the last series, he does certain things to bait the other team into taking a high percentage chance, right? But in fact, he wants you to take that chance and to keep taking that chance to turn you one-dimensional. You predicted that that's what he would do here, and he did. And then all of a sudden, in the fourth quarter key, they go to a zone. It's more of a matchup zone, switching between that and man-to-man. And you see Denver having a hard time reading the defense. I mean, it's genius coaching strategy. That's what, that's what great coaches do, right? They adjust when you, just at the moment in time when you think that they don't, and now you call off guard. You do it at the right time. They probably wasn't even thinking in the fourth quarter that this was going to take place. And then once they figured it out, it was too late. John in Miami, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Doing this morning. Good morning, John. Uh, Max, I want you to do me a favor. Go over to that closet and pull out that broom and let j eat every single straw right now in front of us. <laughs> Paulie, give me the broom. I got to sweep the room. I got to sweep the room for John in Miami. I, I will do that for you, John. I will sweep the room today for you, John. Only not, for you. Not the leg, but the room. No, not the leg. I only sweep got one, the room. I only got one good leg. Don't sweep the other Miami, leg, I will remind you that I alone in the oh, national media God. took you to win this series in seven games. CB in oh, Virginia. Yeah. CB in Virginia. You're on KJM. I see what you're doing, Max. I see what you're doing. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, yo, 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 I want to know at what point are we going to stop saying undrafted Means untalented. We keep saying that Miami has undrafted players, but we're saying that as if these players are untalented. Oh, CB, stop! So you, you're becoming and too you're becoming too emotional gonna... right now. You're becoming too emotional right now. When have you seen undrafted players in the NBA Finals having the impact on the game that guys like Gabe Vincent had? Or Caleb Martin had in the game seven. It's not a slight. Sure, you're right. But, 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 but see, at what point have you had Pat Riley orchestrating a team? That, that's fine, CB. Understood. But, 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 CB, but, but it's you're, like this weird thing that happened. No, but it is Pat a weird Riley thing that's happened, CB. But by Pat the way, it's Riley not a slight. Baby. But CB, it's not a slight. It's praise. Why are you guys taking that as a slight? That's praise. Yeah, and you're doing something. What you're arguing, CB, is that. you're sliding us. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying the Denver Nuggets are so much more talented. They are. You're sliding us by saying that they. You just said that they are. They are. Wait, Key, what what do you. He just said something that pushed a button with Key. What is it? No, no, it's it's, it's what I said to Jay. Talent does not equate to a better team. But Two different said, things. But remember what I said, though, Jay. When he's right, though, people keep saying undrafted, undrafted. I'm like, but wait, but, guys, let's see. Wait, wait till wait, the wait, end wait, of their wait, careers. Look back and see what exactly. we think of all these players. The way, we key, might not think that they were so much less. Key, by the way, you have yeah. played in the NFL against teams more talented than you. Does not mean they're a better team. Like I, talent I doesn't equate to translating no, to under, executing. No, like, I understand. But when you use the word undrafted seven undrafted players how could they be in this position it makes it seem as though they have no shot these dudes are just off the scrap heat and don't know how to play basketball no that's but, what it, but that's what it sounds like but but it, it can't sound that you, but it though, can't Jay, sound remember, that way it can't sound that way when they beat in the number one and number two seed but that but when i had remember i had the conversation with you i was like 
how could this be? And they beat the one and the two seed, and they just rolling the way that they are just because the dudes wasn't drafted. Maybe people looked at it and said, well, they're not draftable players. They do this all the time, and they miss. When we look this, back, we may have a different feeling about which team had so much talent or how much talent you, was you, on each you, team. We might. But coming you, up, Michael Malone called out his team, and we will continue this conversation and take your calls. 888-SAY-ESPN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. It's like an episode of the old Adam West Batman, right? You see him on the conveyor belt. They're about to go to their doom. And can Batman and Robin escape? Same bat time, same bat channel. When we left, our heroes, means everyone on this show. The, uh, the issue at hand was, are the Heat in fact such an under-talented team simply because they have so many undrafted players? Seven rotation pieces, right? Or, in fact, when we look back years from now, might we say, actually, look at the career this dude had and that dude had and that dude had. They were kind of branded as less than talented. Now, Jay will point out they didn't do this all season. They were an eight seed for a reason. Yeah, but they probably just got into a groove too, man. Now sure. You, you know, now, Jay, as we, you and I talked about, <clears throat> that here we are with a bunch of players that, you know, people passed on, but this scouting department – in Pat Riley, and Pat Riley gets a lot of the credit because it's Pat Riley, but and he makes a lot of the decisions. But the scouting department for the Miami Heat identified players that could fit their role in what they want to do as an organization. I think this is going to be a trend in the NBA. You're going to start seeing guys, you know, depending on what happens with Miami, you're going to start seeing other teams look at guys and say, wait a minute, hold on. This guy actually could play, even though he's not drafted. He may be a, a, a G League player. He may be a European player that we bring back over. You're going to start to see this. It happens in sports all the time. The moment that all of a sudden somebody's roster looks different than a, a roster that are full of stars and that roster goes on and wins something, everybody tries to adopt that. 
Yeah, I don't know, Key. I disagree with that. I, I don't think you're going to see teams. You know how hard it is to do what Pat Riley and Mickey Harrison and Eric Spolstra are doing right now? I mean, I, I, teams could take swings at guys who are undrafted. I'm not sure these guys who are undrafted are going to turn out to be like Gabe Vincent. Like, I'm looking at Gabe Vincent saying, you're going to make 9 or $10 million a year next but that's, year. But see, t- isn't that kind of the point that if we look back, depending on the career Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, some of these guys have in total, we may look back and go, actually, that Heat team was quite talented, just at the time we didn't recognize it to the extent it deserved because they didn't have a great regular season. I would say, who cares? People judge you based on what you do in the playoffs, which are a long season in the NBA. So, and, and, and the second thing is, you know, they weren't, the brand is a little weak because you, you, they weren't drafted, but actually they, it didn't match the reality. Very true. So Max. let me ask you guys very, both then right true. now. Right now, are you telling me that the Miami Heat are more talented than the different No, I am not. Okay. Key, are you stating that? As a team, they are. As a team, well, they're well, talented. Team, team, team yeah. is the quality of multiple pieces together, right? Yeah, and that's I'm why talking I about said individual, with, individual talent. Yeah, well, but if you look at that, the, but let, if you put the team together in an organization, Jay, and you you go out like Pat Riley and his scouts and everybody has done, and you identify the individuals that fits within your system that makes it go, makes yeah, that but, engine go. You look at Austin Reeves right now, Austin Reeves. That dude undrafted. That dude can make about a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but Key, you wouldn't you wouldn't call some you would call like the Patriots, right? They weren't always the more talented team. They were the better team. Like so I'm I hear that from everyone I know who played in the league who played against the Patriots. We hear about them, right? Yeah, it's like we knew we were more talented. Somehow they beat us. So like my reality is when you look at Michael Porter Jr., the fourth fourteenth pick in the draft. Do you look at uh, Aaron Gordon, the fourth pick in the draft? You look at Jamal Murray, the seventh pick in the draft. Like. From a sheer talent perspective, Denver is more talented. So, but it's not a, a knock on Miami when you say undrafted. It, it's actually talking about how incredible Miami is and what they're actually but doing. But, but, Jay, but, but, just but, based Jay. on where they was drafted makes them more talented. But in the reality of it, like I was saying to you a couple weeks ago, but are they really more talented? We was having this conversation about it might have been Milwaukee or something about Miami, and I kept saying to you, are they really more talented? Yep. Or because it's Giannis, they're on the team, and it's Middleton, and it's Drew. We just look at the brand and the names and automatically assume he's more talented than Gabe Vincent. Yep. Or he's more talented than this player. So, like, I'm not going to say Miami's more talented than the Boston Celtics. No, Boston Celtics are more talented. I think Miami is more skilled in their schemes and their chemistry is better. It's interesting, though, because also there's another component to this. You know, you look at a guy, you look at the at the Nuggets, and certainly their top two players are more talented than the top two players, I would think, on the Heat. I, I, let me just say that's my opinion. I think Jokic and Murray are more talented than Bam and, and Jimmy Butler. But, and it's not, you know, but they're more, but they're both also very talented. But when you look at the other players, Aaron Gordon, high draft pick, jump out the gym and everything, he has obvious talent, Right. But you look at guys like Gabe Vincent or Caleb Martin, their talent may be more subtle. It may not be as explosive, jump out at you like, oh, my God. But, but it may be refined in certain ways, or at least their skill may be refined in certain ways that puts them on par with some of those Nuggets players. Can I tell you the biggest takeaway today that nobody's going to talk about that is truly the reason why Miami's even in this position? Miami's two best players do all the dirty work. Mm. What other other team are you going to say that about in the NBA? Jimmy Butler, so, like, you know, 
people were trying to come at me yesterday. We're like, oh, well, you, you said that Jimmy Butler's been harder to guard in these playoffs than the likes of a Kevin Durant or a LeBron James. I'm like, well, yeah, but also look at what he's doing on a defensive end, chasing around Jamal Murray the whole game. Like, Bam is doing all the body work, banging with Nikola Jokic. Yeah, Nikola Jokic had 41 points, but the shots he made were ridiculous. Right, we're going to get to your calls coming up, and you want to hear from Mike Malone, too. And, and what Jay just brought up goes to, I know it's been talked about forever, heat culture. Because what you just said about Bam and, and Jimmy Butler doing all the dirty work, couldn't you say that about uh, LeBron and Wade? At the, at the, in their heyday on the Heat, right? Even LeBron and Wade, two of the shiniest stars you ever want to see on a Spolstra team, on a Riley franchise, do all the dirty work. It's not an accident, the success that the nice. Heat are having. 888-SAY-ESPN. Are the Nuggets in trouble? Plus, people still want to get at Jay, of course, for predicting the sweep. Plus, the Huns. The, the Huns. The Huns. I, the Huns the nuns, what? The, not the Huns. The Suns hired a new head coach. Does it make sense for Kevin Durant, KJM? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Suns hire Frank Vogel, keep assistant Kevin Young. How does this affect KDJ before we jump into these calls on everyone wants to get at you from Miami? I, I mean, look, I frankly, well, no pun intended, Frank Vogel, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Kevin Young. I think Kevin Young is one of the best young coaches there is in basketball. No pun intended. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, two times in a row. Now be vocal uh, about it. No pun intended. Go ahead. But I, I see him being one of the highest, if not the highest paid assistant in the NBA with Frank Vogel now allows him to reassess DeAndre Ayton. I'm not sure DeAndre Ayton is a guy that you can repair or key. You could probably get him bought in defensively, but I wonder what that, what that emotional tolerance is 
considering the way things have been done in that organization and how they've gotten him to buy in. But uh, there's no doubt about what he brings to the table defensively if he's engaged. The question is, can you keep him engaged? Maybe Frank Vogel can do that, uh, but you still have the CP3, 38 years old, what he's owed contractually. Can you flip that for some additional pieces because of him being more injury-prone late in the season, the consistency of that? But Frank Vogel does bring a defensive mentality and a tactical strategy, strategist to the table that I I don't believe Phoenix has had yet. And it can elevate this team. But still, they need to make the right personnel decisions around KD and D-Book. Yeah, I think when you look at, though, uh, the situation with DeAndre Ayton, the coach isn't there anymore, right? Monty's gone. Yep. So he may – buy in differently now because usually when there's a problem one is gone those problems work itself out and i think in this situation it could potentially work itself out um because the 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 person that he seemed to have had the biggest issues with is no longer there on the bench coaching him up and then and frank vogel certainly will bring a defensive uh, mentality, scheme, whatever you want to call it, to the table. And that was one of the things that kind of hurt the Suns down the stretch when they made the when they made the trade for KD. They lost something defensively. I'm trying to remember, it was Frank Vogel who everyone got mad at, I think including me, with the Pacers when he was head coach. Who did It was some substitution at the end, and he didn't have his big in. And it was right oh, as the league was changing. Was and, this when Rick Smith played or something? No, no, no. No, no this is much, much later after <laughs> Rick Smith's. He turned him into Schmitz. Uh, uh, it, was, it was right as the league was changing, right? And people really still hadn't adjusted and were highly critical of a call he made because it didn't work out. A substitution late in the game. Remember, he took his big out. And I'm trying I'm, I'm try- because this is about, at this point, probably at 12 years ago. I'm forgetting who was involved, but I remember thinking he was vindicated over time. Actually, it's exactly what started happening in the league. Uh, Jay in New Jersey has something to tell you. Jay from New Jersey. Jay, Jay, you you got to turn your radio radio down. down. Talk on the phone, Jay. No, it's actually you ju- what it was is you just have to listen to yourself, and that's Jay from New Jersey. Oh, that's Jay from New Jersey. Oh, which is me, because I'm Jay from New Jersey. Interesting. What? Greco in Queens, you're on KJM. <laughs> Good morning, my guys. Morning, Max. Morning, Key. How you doing, man? What, what, what am I, Greco? What am I not here? He said good morning. No, 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 Jay. I was going to get to you. you didn't let oh, me get damn. to my point, man. I was, you know, I had to go on my doctor's retreat do? after the Western Conference Finals, but I'm back now. You know, I've been hearing things you've been saying about the finals that's going on. And good morning to you now, Jay. Um, you ate your crow. Um, and what I was about to say was Jamal Murray, um, his prolific offense. We talk about so much, but we don't talk about how. You know, that glosses over his defensive effort, and it's not there how Duncan Penderhughes last night got busy and really <laughs> catapulted the heat to that win. And um, that's what I wanted to say about that, even though the Joker went off and got 41. But the rest of that Miami Heat team, you know, oh, in game one, they could have won two if they would have hit their shots. They had a lot of open shots in game one, as if, you know, if they would have made those, they would have won game one, I think. But, you know, they came through in game two. And it's going to be a problem for Denver. They're going to have to make some adjustments. But I think Miami going to uh, 
you're going to owe Stacy a nice little apology. And Jay, um, <laughs> if they do win, can I get my Mets jacket? Uh, wait, 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 I know wait, you like wait, to make wait, bets. Wait, no, man, I'm not doing a Mets jacket. Plus, that yeah, one yeah, I had yeah, on, Brick, yeah, that you, one you was fresh, You owe my jacket though. from before. That, what do I mean I owe you a jacket from before? He said go to the kit store and get another jacket, damn it. <laughs> what do you there mean you can't just call into the show saying I owe bets? Did you no, not make a bet? I like to make bets. Oh, so if, I like if to the make heat bets. Win, yeah, if the Heat win the finals, um, I'll, I'll, I'll get that jacket from you. Nah, man. It I, was Roy I, Hibbert, by the way. Roy Hibbert. That's who I'm yeah. trying to think of. He didn't have you, you Roy Hibbert got in the game. Yeah, I just had to look I, it I'm up. not making bets, Greco. I, I got <laughs> Chef Kev trying to bet Rolls Royces. He's like, tell the guys if the Heat win. Yeah, he just I should get a Rolls like, Royce. Hey, tell like, Jay I want my car. We never bet a card. Stop, Kev. Jay, Here. we get a lot of tweets from people saying that you owe them money. Yeah, Is do you there have something to lease going the on? car or buy the car? How does that work? I don't know. I never got explained the details. Jay, you got them hitting me and Pat up like we're, we're your bookies or something. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Ask you Jay. guys pay all my bets Dead out beat. for me. Hey, Jay in New Jersey, are you ready yet? What's going on? What's up, K-Max? What's going on, Jay? What's How you up, feeling? What's up, Keith Chong? What's up, Jay? You know... You Jay know, Willie, baby Jersey, what's good? Yeah, what's you know, I'm I'm feeling a little bit of it today. I'm feeling a little Say bit that. of it today. I'm That's feeling the heat is. today, Jay. I'm feeling the heat today. Were you in the closet or something? Got, in the bathroom? What, what's... No, no, no. I was getting my kids ready for school. <laughs> but everybody is shocked that the Heat won the game. That you won the championship, right? Keyshawn Johnson. You won a championship, right? Yeah, what's up? We went to the door to lose. They won. It's not a shock. But what is the logic no, here? I'm Why not, isn't it a I'm shock? Not, I'm not a shock. I'm not shocked. I don't think any of us is shocked. It's just that Jay had them being swept <laughs> with his broom. You see, where, and... where's, where's my – let me stop this blasphemy right now. Jimmy no, Joe you Pesci had him being swept. from Chicago. Jimmy – why? Why am I the only one feeling like I'm taking the heat today? When when Mr. I Joey took the Johnson, heat originally. What do you mean? When Mr. In Joey seven. Johnson and you called him out for it, Jimmy Joe. Tell the world what you called Joey Johnson out for. You taking a little heat? You guys are you, you guys are going with the puns all morning. You are taking a little heat, Keyshawn Johnson. I've been on here on hold for 25 minutes. I've been watching the show for an hour, and Keyshawn Johnson is not even talking about the bet that we made. Ooh. And I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at the screen, Key, and my face is not on the screen, man. Ooh. It's time to pay Do we have a picture of it's Jimmy Joe Pesci up. here? There he is. There you are. There you go. There you go, your Joe face. <laughs> he said Jimmy has a beard. Watch out, put a beard on Jimmy. It's, the Yankees have for time, well, I need to. I need to talk to Nino. He needs to get my information. And I need to get on this show. It's time to pay the piper, Keyshawn. It's time to pay, baby. What what was the bet? I don't even remember. The bet the bet was the bet was he needed to get about two minutes of FaceTime on the show because he wanted to take the bet on them being, you know, only playing four at least four games. (laughs) I gave him not at least you said four games. games. Stop being soft. And he was gonna take the five hundred dollars and donate it to a charity of my choice. So I felt like okay, I'll take that bet. Although I was just taking the bet to make sure that he could put the money and give good deed to charity, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. But we will pay off the bet and get my man 
uh, a couple minutes here, whether it's today, tomorrow, one day this week. I really want to know what Jimmy Joe Pesci looks like, though. Mike, we have a picture we just showed. Michael Malone (laughs) called out his team after game two. Been laying it on a little thick for Key's taste, Michael Malone. Is he falling into a trap? Is he making good now? What did he say about his team? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Willemax, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.